Shabbos, Perik Dalet, Mishnah Aleph, 4.1. This Perik deals with the topic of Hatmana. Hatmana means insulation. The word Tomen actually means, literally means to, to hide, something to be hidden away. A Hatmana means to insulate, to wrap it up or cover it entirely, to keep it warm. The idea being that in the time of the Mishnah, if you wanted warm food on Shabbos, you had two options. Either A, Shehiya Chazara, keeping it on the fire, um, as we saw in the previous Perik, or taking off the fire before Shabbos, but wrapping it up, let's say in blankets or something, so it should stay warm for an extended period of time, you'll have warm food on Shabbos. Now, the basic gist of this parak, which only is two Mishnahs in fact, um, is that Hatmana on Shabbos for the first time is forbidden. You can't do Hatmana. And the reason why is Chazal were afraid that you would find that your food is cooled off already, it's too late, and then you would come to reheat it up um, on Shabbos, which could involve all sorts of Yisurim. Therefore, they said no Hatmana on Shabbos for the first time. You recall back from the uh, Mishnah 2.7, we said during Bein Hashmashos, you actually could do Hatmana. Um, that's unusual. Usually things that are forbidden on Shabbos are forbidden during Bein Hashmashos, but since the principle is that normally um, any pot of food that's going to be used on Shabbos is still going to be warm coming into Shabbos during Bein Hashmashos, there's no dinzer ban not to do Hatmana. But on Shabbos itself, all Hatmana for the first time is forbidden, which means... Um, you forgot to put a lid on the chicken soup, you took it off the fire now, it's sitting, uh, you want to use it, um, you know, in an hour, whenever it comes home from shul, you cannot put a lid on that pot now on Shabbos, um, because that would be totally enveloping the soup in the pot, plus lid, which is Atmana. You cannot do that on Shabbos for the first time. If there had been a lid on before, um, and it was a covered pot, so then you could take the lid off and put the lid back on again. That's not a problem. Again, we're talking with this pot is totally off the fire, etc. That's on Shabbos. No Hatmana on Shabbos for the first time. Before Shabbos, you could do Hatmana, provided that the item or the substance that you are insulating your food in is not something which would be contributing more heat to the food. If it's adding more heat to the food or the, the container, let's say the pot, so then that's called the Davar Shemosef Hevel, thing that adds heat. And a Mosef Hevel, thing that adds heat, are forbidden to use as an insulation source for Atmana, even if the insulating is done before Shabbos comes in. So um, the reason why is because the rabbis were concerned that people would use remets, those are embers like from the bottom of the fireplace, um, to do their insulation before Shabbos. That's, of course, your ideal choice because those kind of coals and embers that come from the bottom of the, of, the, of the stove are really hot and will give a nice lot of warmth to your food to keep it warm a nice long time. The problem is that one could come to stoke that remits, those those embers, and make them burst into flame again. That's Isra Doraisa. And therefore, to prevent that from happening, the rabbi said no using anything, not just remits, not just the, the embers, but even and the coals, but even anything that resembles hot coals and embers, remets, uh, meaning that it is most of heaven, it adds heat, that is a forbidden item to use for Atmana, even if the wrapping happens before Shabbos comes in. That's the gist of it. So here the Mishnah says inside, What substances may may not be used for insulation? You cannot use, and here's the list, the list will be Gefes, Zevel, Melech, Sid, Chol. Um, I'll translate in a moment. And the reason you can't use those things at all is because these are things which are considered to be most of Hevel. They add heat. 
and therefore they're going to be forbidden to be used, even if you do the insulation before Shabbos. Um, the translation in English for these things, Gefes, if you recall from the previous parak, is the oily pulp, meaning like the sesame seed pulp or the olive pulp that you now press those items to get the oil out. Um, you, If you'd wrap your food in those things, the problem is that as that pulp biodegrades, it's exothermic. It puts out heat. Um, I was very surprised when it was the first time, but you can try it for yourself. Go go put your hand tomorrow morning in uh, your garbage bin that has organic food inside, you know, waste inside of it, and you'll feel inside the garbage bag is very warm because um, as the food decays, it puts out heat. Um, and that's called uh, most of Hevel. And therefore the rabbi said, no using Gefes, the pulp, because it, it biodegrades and puts out heat. Um, if you compost... Um, believe it or not, if you do composting, that's, of course, biodegrading of food, you can get so hot if you have a big enough compost um, pile that it could actually um, get above 50 degrees Celsius, meaning 120 degrees Fahrenheit. So hot, it would actually even kill the bacteria doing <laughs> the, the degrading and therefore it would kill your compost heap. That's how hot um, degrading food can get. So, therefore, the rabbi said you can't use gefes, the, the oily pulp. Below zevel, you can't use manure. Same thing, manure is breaking down, putting out heat. Vlo melach, vlo bemelach, you can't use um, salt. Um, salt certainly could react with certain things and put out heat. Vlo besid, sid is lime. Not so familiar to us nowadays, um, but lime appears, sid appears throughout the Mishnayos many, many times. Um, lime is a building material, basically is used for concrete in the time of the Mishnah. Um, and it is, it's um, calcium oxide. Basically, take... CaCO3, that's you know um, sodium, uh, me, calcium carbonate, and you put it in the lime kiln, cut let's say twelve hours, and um, all the carbon dioxide released, leaving the sort of like very caustic material they would use um, for construction as mortar. That's what they used um, in Caesarea, in Caesarea, the big port built underwater was built. They used this technology, um, that material, and the Romans did, um, etc. So, in the case, Sid is really um, nasty. Stuff you use it um, as like a depilatory in your skin to burn off your hairs, and it puts out heat um, as it reacts to the water in the air, and therefore you cannot use it as insulation. Vlo bechol, nor can you use sand. Um, also considered to be most of Hevel. Bein lachem, bein yevashem. That's true. Whether those five items—the gefes, zevel, melech, sid, and chol—are um, moist or benyavation if they're dry it doesn't matter because even if it's like you know dried out manure it still degrades further and puts on more heat the list now the mission continues on saying things um that are restricted when they're moist it says loba tevin you can't use tevin as straw or hay vloba zagin zagin are the skins of grapes that have been pressed according to the bartonora and that's most learned others learn it's grape seeds Veloba Mochin. Mochin, says Rashi, and the bartender quotes him here, is any old soft thing, like a worn-out clothing, cotton wool, um, even, you know, like sheep wool, all that kind of stuff, any kind of soft material is called Mochin. Um, familiar to you maybe is the, the Moch in Hilchus Nida. That just means like a soft, like a rag that's used um, as like a, a plug, if you will, to check if there's blood, etc., the Moch. So you can't use the, that in the mochen, asavim, nor can you use um, various types of uh, grasses, because those four things, tevin, zagin, mochen, and asavim, wheat or straw, the skins of grapes, the any old soft 
worn out material um or like like in english mochen kind of like in english we have words like fluff and fuzz obviously fluff and fuzz doesn't refer to any particular type of material it's just sort of a description for the texture of any type of kind of textile fibrous material so that's the truth mochen as well it just means soft and the savim are the grasses you can't use them bismanch and lachen if they're moist um, because that if they're moist they're gonna that's gonna expedite the breakdown and output of heat you could um, use them as insulation if they are dry because when they're dry they're not really breaking down at all and therefore they're not putting out heat as as insulation so that's mutter to use the bartonura learns that the moisture we're talking about here is natural moisture meaning it's the moisture that was ex- extant in this material before it dried out like it's the last moisture that's in the skin of the grapes or the in the stalk of the straw in the hair of the sheep wool in the in the grass, etc., um, it's like the natural, the natural moisture. The Rambam says any moisture, and the Shulchan Aruch actually poskins like the Rambam against how the Bartanur goes, meaning any moisture, meaning if it's the natural moisture of this material or an exogenous, some sort of just wet it from the outside moisture, that also would be um, make this forbidden as a source of atamana. Mishnah continues on saying these things you could use. You could use ksus as any kind of clothing, like bedding, a blanket, a jacket, and so on. Peros are any type of um, produce. So they're thinking, you know, like wheat or barley or lima beans or whatever, stuff like that. Bekanfe yona. The feathers, yona is a dove or pigeon. So pigeon feathers, but really any kind of bird feathers would be acceptable. Uvenestor shel harashim. That's sawdust. Uvenor shel pishtan. That's if you... Um, comb flax so then little bits and pieces of the flax fibers break off onto the floor. That's Norishal Pishtan so that you could use. Um, the gears we have in our Mishnah is Daka, even if it's fine Norishal Pishtan, fine flax fibers. Um, and that's the Din. Rabbi Yehuda is going to disagree. And Rabbi Yehuda, Oser Bedaka Umater Bagasa. He says, yes, you may use um, an, uh, coarse thick pieces of Norishal Pishtan, of, of flax fiber, but not um, fine pieces. Halach, however, is like Tanakama, that you can use any kind of flax fiber, or um, regardless of whether or not it is fine or coarse.